You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcast, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to, with Peter Vera, frolic into other nerdy subjects that we all frolic about. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, the Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, keep the generators running. In the Wayne Manor study, just go to patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Now, thank you for listening to episode 142, The Lost Years. Hmm, intriguing. Joining me for this, uh, you've heard his voice on here plenty of times before. You saw him in the background with the Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial during the Super Bowl because he's the third Mario brother. It's one Ryan Haas. Ryan Haas, welcome back to this show. Thank you a lot. <laughs> Hello, I'm excited to be back onto the book club. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to applaud you for having just like a I mean, this has been your time to shine these past couple of years oh. with the resurgence of the Mario Brothers. Oh my gosh. Um, and you know. Uh, the movie that's coming, the commercial, the 93 movie getting some respect online. And I'm pretty sure you're responsible for all of it. So congratulations. I'm, yeah, I'm just waiting for the the OG 93 movie to to get its uh, get its due and have some references in, in the new movie. You know, it's uh, that we're recording the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> and so people that are old school Mario fans are just over the moon because the the little teaser commercial had the cartoon super show rap in it yes. <laughs> like it was that's what the commercial was and it's yes. like super unexpected so they better they better do right by one uh super mario brothers movie <laughs> archive website and reference <laughs> the, the 93 live action movie as p vero would say like whoever was in charge of that they did the work oh yeah you know they're they're not new to this mario thing and i haven't actually watched the 93 movie in quite a while i need to rewatch that because i'm not kidding like uh i bought that vhs tape back when i <laughs> earned a couple bucks back in the day and that sucker i watched on loop uh and was blown away how it wasn't like the move or the game but i also didn't care because it was the mario brothers <laughs> it's a wonderful thing um well then, let's let's stop talking Mario, all right? Let's start oh, talking uh, okay. Batman, and let's dive into the Lost Years. So this was actually uh, Bat the Batman Adventures. Yes, the Lost Years, um, number one through five. Yes, it was so a series. Yes, its own off like it, it earned its own separate title, uh, written by Hillary J. Bader, with art by Bo Hampton. It's released in 1998. Uh, physical issues uh, collected in a trade paperback. Just recently, I don't know if it was 
which was last year, 2021, collected in Batman Adventures Nightwing Rising. That is available on my favorite app of all time, Hoopla. And also that collection is available on DC Universe Infinite Ultra. Uh, yeah, so which version, Mr. Haas, for this episode did you read? Well, you know this, but I, I, I have... The people want to know. I have the actual, tra- the original trade paperback uh, that got released back in whatever it was, 98, 99. Was it collected um, and released in 98? Yes, it was, it was released in 98, co- collected in 99, I believe. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I had this, I had one single issue that I bought the, the week it was released. I remember being in the, in the comic book store back mm-hmm. in the day i was a big fan of the batman adventures comics um mm-hmm. i was obviously the perfect demographic perfect age for those when they came out and i loved them so much because it was just like getting to experience the animated new episodes of the animated series while you you're you know at school on the bus you know um mm-hmm. at home or whatever and it was just another little window into that animated universe I was already super uh, just in love with at the time. And, you know, I even had the 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 infamous Harley Quinn issue and I had it in a nice huge binder and then that got stolen. You know, uh, and, uh, I'm super, it's super sad. But uh, kind of world are we living in? I know, I know. But like that series was so good, and they ended up having a lot many companion series. Most mm-hmm. Batman animated shows from then on would have companion series. So you would have yeah. the Batman Adventures, Batman and Robin Adventures. Bat- what what was the next one? Batman Gotham Adventures. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's been collected yet. Um, but Batman Adventures and Batman and Robin Adventures have been collected into like seven trade paperbacks. But in between, uh. You know, it was really cool because when this series came out, because it does fill in the lost years, the gap between <laughs> it lives up gap between promise. animated, <laughs> yeah, the gap between the animated series. But I remember when this series came out, um, it was this was this strange thing. I kind of I kind of did miss it. But I was there. I got one issue. I I, I think it must have been. Um, I don't know if they did they include the. Oh yeah, book two is the one that I got. And I remember it being very striking. Uh, the cover has Batman holding the Robin uniform mm-hmm. on it in the Batcave. So I bought it the week it came out. I I, I bought this, this really cool little uh, comic book protector thing that was like a step above a bag and board to keep mm-hmm. it in really good condition. Uh, but I didn't go to the comic story a week or month back then. So that was the only issue I got. And then it was really kind of hard to track down over the years because it's this little mini series and not part of the main series. So you would always, when I would look at back issues, I would never kind of see this. And then a few years ago, I got to thinking about it and was able to track down the, uh, the little collected edition, which is what's also the, what's the paper, the paper in the collected edition is regular, yeah. just non-glossy, non-glossy paper. Yes. But I, I'd have to track down the issue because I want to say the issue had glossy paper, but I might be wrong mm. about that. I Any extras in that trade? I assume not. 
No, no extras. Like ends on the very last page, and it's like, yep, end of story. It's just one of those pages that has like additional oh, Batman yeah. things okay. to read. Oh, that was the way in the nineties. Oh the yeah. Way. If buy you're more. if you're following Batman, buy more Batman yeah, comics. Exactly. Read more Batman comics. Yeah. Uh, no surprise here, I'm sure that well, you already know this, so maybe it's a surprise. I do not have the physical first edition trade or first release trade. Um, it's not horribly priced online, actually. Uh, but mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at a range for that collected trade anywhere between like 35 and 45 bucks, which is so, more than you would expect for something like this. Yeah, I would think. I'm and I'm like, ah, man, I don't know. I spent a lot of money on Batman stuff, so I was, <laughs> and then when I found out that, uh, that it was collected and released in this Nightwing Rising. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go the Hoopla route for this one. And these are, which I know you bought them. I haven't gotten them. And they've been reprinting some stories. So there's a, a Batgirl one. There is, is it Robin? That's got is there a the Robin front? one? I want to say it's a Robin one. I thought it was a family. Robin one. And it's got a uh, Riddler on the front. And then I've got, I've got Catwoman the Bat- and then Batgirl. a Nightwing one. Well, I've got the Batgirl one. Um, and I was excited when they announced these because I thought they were like new mm-hmm. stories and then I got them and noticed they were reprints. And then even on top of that, there are these little digest half size yes. um, books. So, you know, they are meant for like kids because so like kids can more easily fit them in a, you know, backpack or whatever. And it's, it's easier to, to read them. So they're, I they're stopped looking, there because they don't really fit nicely on the shelf next to, you know, yeah. comic book size things. Yeah. And so, and I held off from them as well for that. I was really close because I mean, they're regular 10, 10 bucks on some places. They're like five mm-hmm. bucks even. So, I mean, they're a pretty good deal, but for this hoopla has it like the, it fits the entire screen right uh, of my iPad and reading it. So like, you know, it was kind of blew up the image. Some, so that's how I read this. Right. Story. Uh, how about your first time reading this, which you kind of explained, but yeah, first, first time, time reading it was just a couple weeks ago because although I bought the trade, I, you know, as us nerds probably identify with this, we get excited. We're, we're you know, but getting excited about buying the thing is almost, you know, more than half of the experience. And then yeah. it just when you get it, you're on to the next thing and it just goes into your backlog pile until you get excited about reading it again. <laughs> or like, you know, it's like, well, I got excited, but I got this other stuff to read or you get busy yeah. or whatever. Um, at least I have it. So then I can, you know, yeah. get the street cred later. <laughs> there's, but <laughs> There's a history here actually with you of you opening things for the first time to read for this <laughs> show. It actually is true. <laughs> it's like that is part of, you know, Let's see. I'm on an episode. I have to do that. I have to complain about book paper size, which I have literally just did. Yeah. So I think I'm two for two. <laughs> you're at the, you're the, like a at bingo challenge point. now when you're but on. <laughs> the, the, I mean, part of this is just because like uh, a, a little while ago, me and Pete, not that long ago, me and Pete did an episode of Batman animation. That's right. Um, On um, which episode? Old uh, Wounds. Old Wounds. Yes. And that is the the episode that spawned that inspired this series and we talked about it on that show so go back and listen to that old wounds episode because i'm like man you know there is that lost years you know story and i've never read Mm -hmm. it 
maybe I'll have to do it on the book club and then. Yeah, I think we talked right after I listened to your guys' episode, and that's how we came to this. And also, I think that's how you use uh, this show to motivate you to open some things and be like, "That's true." It, you know, I need to read that. I've got so many. <laughs> I've got so. I've got. I've got such the backlog as we all do, um, mm-hmm. and it's such a good. Ex- it is. It's a good excuse to read things I haven't read before or want to read, and then you get to get a pal involved and then we can kind of break it down and discuss it. It just make, it just makes the experience just a little bit more fun. And it's fun. I mean, talking about it in any regards of like affinity for it, of like, Oh my gosh, I read this all the time as a kid, or I I go back and revisit this, but then also the, the newness of like, Hey, guess what? First time that I just read it was a week ago. So it's like, we're talking about something 25 years ago and we just read it for the first time. There's yeah, not a whole lot of that with Batman stuff that we can say, like well, both of us, it's our first time reading it, unless yeah. it's brand freaking new. Is this brand new, or unless it's the like random, you know, '80s or '70s issue that yeah, is, it's not super accessible that is not like in the upper echelon. Like it's just part of the fabric, kind of. A lot of people would be would say it's under underrated or just underappreciated stories. That's but like the word this, everybody likes to say it's underrated. Underrated. <laughs> Everything's like, underrated. It just a lot of that stuff. You know, Batman's been around for eighty years, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of these stories, and he's been published concurrently that whole time. So a lot of these stories just kind of meld into the fabric of, yeah. uh, you know. And I, I, one thing I fear is that I mean, this is great that this show exists because you do have your monthly wrap up episodes, and there are so Foss? many Batman books that come out that <laughs> you know if you don't read them monthly like you guys are doing a lot of these are just going to like fade off into obscurity yeah. i mean less so now because we do have things like dc universe infinite so it'll be easier to go back and catch up but like this story was released within our lifetime of batman yeah. purview and like i said i even got one of the issues so i could have read it but it's <laughs> but uh but now's the time yeah. Uh and then you kind of did say you you did you already answered this basically of like why the lost years. But I mean yeah. go back and listen to Batman animation. I think that's where it even drops, which I can put that in the comments once I post this episode. I can put in the comments a link Just to a that link. because I mean yeah. it's another familiar or voice, you and Pete talking mm-hmm. uh part like I can part of something that's definitively related to what we're talking about now um yes but i mean you kind of even said there of like maybe on the book club and i think you and i texted and you said you'd like to do the lost years oh yeah well then we're gonna make it happen yeah yeah because the lot i mean i'll try to say it in a nutshell but um i love batman the animated series no Uh, if you didn't know (laughs) breaking news it's really i've always been very fascinated people seem to approach that um the split between the Batman, the animated series, and and uh, the new Batman Adventures, you know, in a in a in interesting way. Some people consider them that don't make any distinction between the two. Like yeah. it, that, the whole thing is just the animated series. Some people like one, don't like the other, or vice versa. Some, um, and I I tend to I do like them as a whole, but I it's hard for me to. I always tend to forget more about the new Batman adventures. I don't put them in the same bucket so much 
even though the storytelling is great, the continuity is great, the art style, I appreciate both for different reasons. Um, but it's always a little hard for me to reconcile them both as like a whole. And I've always been kind of looking for that missing piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of kind of what The Lost Years is. Um, but one of the promises of the new Batman adventures that you didn't get so much of in the original animated series is this Bat family uh, constant continuity um, kind of feeling. And they didn't quite live up to that in the series. You know, there were, there were only a couple of episodes where, you know, you look at the this cover of this trade and you've got Batman and Nightwing and Robin and Batgirl on the cover together, but there are only a couple of episodes where all all of them are are together yeah. in an episode, and none of and none of the episodes have all four of them like together in the same like scene. <laughs> I yeah, think same space. Um, and so they they jump around the continuity a little bit, and um, there wasn't as much lore as I would have wanted in that in those episodes. I wish that could have. I wish that the new Batman Avengers could have had like double the episodes or something, you know, the jumping in continuity. So make sure that we come back to that. Cause I do have a question for you. And I just didn't have the time to watch as much other stuff as I wanted mm-hmm. to from the actual, the animated series and everything. Cause I do have a, I do have a question on that, but I mean, you kind of already said that this is almost promised as a setup of bridging that gap a little bit between mm-hmm. Batman, the animated series, the new Batman adventures. Right. I am one that always put it under one entire umbrella. Um, yeah. Because even in, like buying the DVDs, it was the Batman animated series. Or yeah, Batman, volume, volume four, four, the new Batman <laughs> Adventures. Yeah. Exactly. So I fell into that gap, like into that as well. But I do, especially like now, it's like, well, I want to be accurate and say, like, you know, this was the new Batman Adventures, you know, yeah. n- new openings and blah, blah, blah. Even though the original animated series opening is on like the digital uh episodes right. of the new batman adventures because they too. because as they aired it was part of an app mm-hmm. an hour right with the the superman the animated series yep but i mean so this one i mean so this one aims to tell i mean the selling point like you've even said is like it's it's the lost years how did yeah. dick grayson in this universe how did dick grayson go from robin to nightwing now uh, another thing I wanted to track down, and I just I think I looked up the wrong thing on Hoopla, and then I ran out of time. Mm. I wanted to read the original story of Nightwing's creation, which I tracked oh. down, which was Tales of the Teen Titans number forty four. Right, right. Um, check that out. Writers: Marv Wolfman, George Perez, penciler: George Perez, R.I.P. Um, but then I'm like, I'm an idiot. I don't know why I didn't just like download the Judas contract and read that. I've never read the Judas contract, but mm-hmm. it was like in uh like book three of that story is where we get part of that. Yeah, part of that. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to do I wanted to do the work so that I could compare and contrast. So I don't know if it's putting you on the spot if you're familiar with how with that uh comic I, story. I looked we were looked it up. Not okay. not offhand. I don't want to be inaccurate, but I did look it up when we were doing Batman animation. That whole history is a little fuzzy, um, clunky. It's a little clunky, Very... comic booky, <laughs> because because in the comics you did have 
you know, you know, Bruce Wayne moved out at the penthouse, but then mm-hmm. Dick Grayson went off to college and, but he was still Robin. He was like Robin, but not with Batman for a while. And then he's with the teen Titans. And then, and then years later, then the whole Nightwing thing happens. And then they kind of build it back into the lore. And then that lore is kind of changed as comic continuity keeps resetting also. So it's, it's flipped flopped back and forth between Robin quit and Batman fired robin or whatever you know and it's yeah you know and and to each his own and on which which one of those um is your preferred version i mean i guess the good thing is that because the comics are a little clunky and that's it's such an interesting thing of of a lot of us kind of immediately would jump to oh the way the comics did it is 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 you know gospel but then a lot of times the way that a, another form of media will kind of distill it and reimagine it mm-hmm. will end up being the pervasive canon and i think nowadays people are it's interesting a lot of the this animation stuff in this period has like solidified a lot more than like a current like movie canon people will be quicker to jump like oh the movie can't do that like Oh, the Joker killed the Waynes. No, you know, but um, but the animated this, you know, series—that's the way. The animated that's exactly. the way it is. <laughs> it's like that's back when it back when Mister Freeze was created in Batman the mm-hmm. animated series. You know, that's our modern Mister Freeze is really from the animated series. Um, so I think that's you know kind of an interesting thing, and so for that reason, the the kind of old wounds Nightwing origin is kind of has always stuck out to a lot of fans, including me, more more than. About the comics yeah. and then the, and then when the comics came out that's uh was a little bit before my time and it's been hard to, for me to get it i know you've read crisis the original crisis lately i think it it just takes up that same mental space for me where i'm like uh it's not really it's like a batman story when him becoming nightwing but it's not like yeah it's a batman character but not really a batman story so it's hard for me to kind of sink gotcha. into you know dig into it yeah well i hear I think there's a natural progression to tell a Nightwing origin to, I don't to bridge that gap. I think in this story handled really well, you'd almost think that Paul Dini and Bruce Tim are somehow involved, I think. And they're not. And yet the look still matches the look of the series. Um, a great blend, I think of animated series and new Batman adventures. I think mm-hmm. just the look of it. Um mm-hmm. And, and that yeah, was think... that was probably the most surprising part of the book. Mm-hmm. How the book, the art in the book, you start reading it, and the art kind of goes from you start out with like a animated series look, even with Batgirl in the animated yeah. series outfit, and by the time the book's over, you you've subtly transitioned into the new Batman Adventures. Yeah, it's very interesting. Brilliant! It's brilliant. But uh, I think for out the gate here, and I mean it's. Again, it's the point you're even though you're a uh, third person in this, like you're just watching all this unfold. Mm-hmm. I think this is almost the story is told almost from Dick's perspective in that Batman's a dick. Like, I think yeah. it, it kind of comes off a little strong of Batman's an asshole. <laughs> like out the gate and it almost just kind of seems too, of like dick's a little 
too quick to just be angry with him. Like, I won't say that that's my issue, but I guess you could say that's maybe my only issue with this. And I know we only have five issues to tell the story. One of the issues isn't really even dedicated to this story. It's dedicated to a subplot, Tim Drake. More on him later. Right, right, right. Everyone loves the Drake. Well, I feel uh, like the, I don't know, the for me, that, that, that growing tension and emotion came mm-hmm. across better in the animated form in old wounds mm-hmm. and i was bringing that with me when i read this so that didn't gotcha. jump out as me as much but when you do read the book like it does feel like it happens quite fast you almost feel like there's because it's not like we had too many other growing tension stories between batman and robin before this yeah you know in the animated series it's usually you know whatever but but then again you do have you can you you can also kind of even though this is the lost years this is fills in the gaps you do have some more gaps in here because arguably this takes place after like you know uh, sub-zero okay right guess what that was my continuity question yeah okay because for some reason i thought that dick and barbara already knew and I thought Sub Zero, but they don't know. Kind of proved that. Oh, does I, it? I see. I, I don't, don't know. Think That's so. a, I really wanted to rewatch Sub Zero because then I started to. Que- of course, I started to question myself because I was right. like, "Wait, but Sub Zero then technically comes before this. Yet it's always revealed to Barbara in this story. Because Sub Zero, right. I thought that they knew because I know specifically they are on a date, and then she gets uh, kidnapped and all that. But I thought that I thought she knew by then. And then I remember at least uh, towards the end. So I always think about it because I watched the DVDs so much on Batman the Animated Series Volume 3. At the end was like Batgirl's Return in which I'm like, but but in that episode, she didn't know who they were behind the the mask. So then and Sub-Zero takes place. It's like animated series, Sub-Zero, The Lost Years. (laughs) And then... And so that was something I, I really wanted to rewatch Sub Zero for that, but I just yeah. I couldn't make it happen. Because I don't think I don't think they find out in Sub Zero. There's also a whole thing of like you can feel totally confident, and all it takes is one person to, to oh, be like, yeah. really, and then you just like shatter any confidence you have. That's that usually you know the answer. That's, and like, that's usually oh, me. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't I don't know. Oh shit! I need to go read everything. I need to go watch everything because I just I yeah. can't put out misinformation, and I'll get my my back yeah, card yeah. taken away and all that. But yeah. I, I I wondered about that because, and that's what was at least interesting in reading this too was that fact of the continuity i did bring from it is 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 the fact that you know when when batgirl first appears in the animated series her and Mm -hmm. robin are kind of at odds with each other they're like kind of annoyed with each other Mm -hmm. as the heroes but then a little bit of jealousy on robin's part exactly i'm the sidekick you can't just barge in here that's with batman (laughs) but you know yeah, but then but that's then, the kids' version of like "f you." It's like you can't just barge in here. It's like a oh! girls' club. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, but uh, Barbara and and Dick Grayson are you know an item, and 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 that becomes really apparent in Sub Zero. And I feel yeah. like that you take that from Sub Zero into this, sure. and that's kind of and what was great about Old Wounds and in the the first part of this is that you do see that they've been kind of together for a while but there's been you know the growing tension between him and batman and the fact that he he hasn't told barbara has like really been tearing him you know in two different directions so bruce's interruption and not caring that he's on a date uh it's you need you know 
you need to get here um effective but then also like down in the in the sewer the opening scene basically and following the the criminals and how you know batman's even telling them excuse me of like you know no it's a dead end and which i mean he's right because then robin around the corner gets hit and all that stuff um there is some mounting so they do build on incidents and small little scenes to get to mm-hmm. the point here i just thought like out the gate that batman seemed a little bit too like too much like right away of like he's right. not like he's not fully likable um right but then especially when he follows the what's his name with jimmy and he crashes through the window and jimmy's at the apartment with his his wife and kid in which robin even says and i think this is portrayed or this is done really, really well in the episode in Old Wounds. Yeah. Yes. Um, focusing on Robin looking at the family, looking at Batman and Jimmy and back and forth. Uh, but he warns him as, you know, Batman breaks in, scaring the crap out of the, the kid and the wife and holds the guy up. And Robin even says, you know, Batman, not like this, not in front of his family. Mm-hmm. And Batman says, the sooner he talks, the better. That almost seems, I don't know of a, in this universe, like I'm, I don't know of a moment that matches that for Batman where I'm kind of like, eh, you know, like it almost seems like it is maybe too much in the animated series. Well, I think it's supposed he, to. He yeah. would he would get. I feel like he would get Jimmy and leave, or he'd watch until Jimmy's by himself and then mm-hmm. do that. I almost feel like this is going further than this Batman has done before. You know, yeah, at this so, point, yeah. Like, I, I mean, that, that's that, the point. That's and that's why... not exclusive to this. Like, you start to see that little... And we talk about this in the Batman animation episode, me and Pete. Like, that a-hole Batman edge kind of comes mm-hmm. around here. And it yeah. kind of persists a little bit in the new Batman adventures. And it only kind of it levels out, but it's still there in Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and especially in Batman Beyond. You can tell, like, that's, that's where that version oh, of yeah. Bruce Wayne kind of ends up. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess any more, I don't want to say maybe a more mature story, I could go with it in the sense of Batman building up this because yet again, it's like same old story of Joker's out. This guy continues to work with Joker of like, okay, at some point I got to get you, I got to get your attention to knock this off. Uh, just seems, it seems a little stronger for me in this universe. Uh, yeah. but it does get the job done of like, this is kind of like Robin's breaking point. Cause he, he bails, right. which he doesn't right. deal in this right. universe. He never does that, which I think I've said it on here before. I've said it elsewhere, but I think like my favorite Robin interpretation period is animated series, Lauren Lester voicing Dick Grayson. Yeah. Like that's just, that's just always been. And I think might always be my favorite version of Robin. Yeah. Um, so damn good. And it is Dick Grayson, college student. But, like, I don't know. It works for me, and I like that. So, I mean, Batgirl stays with Batman and tracking down these crooks and stuff. And Dick's unaware because he bailed on him. Uh, And Bruce shows Barbara everything. And it leads to them going to take down a Joker. Robin's late to the party, or Dick, I guess, is late to the party. Um, so he's already pissed at Bruce, hasn't seen him since the night that he bailed on him. And then in finding out that 
Bruce basically revealed everything to Barbara, right. took her to go take down the Joker, uh, leads to, I mean, them taking down the goons with somebody watching from a building across the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moment, I mean, I just keep talking about your and Pete's conversation, but it's fresh in my mind of like, I think Pete even said it's heartbreaking, but I mean, Robin <laughs> punches Batman in the face right. with intent right. to do harm. Yeah. Ryan Haas. I'm glad that I first read this as a man in his thirties. Cause if I was a kid, oh my when I saw this, it would have destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> it would have destroyed like, me. It's like that moment in the Batman where he's just like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, that's what that Adam, break break this down does this i mean you're you're a robin guy yeah a sidekick punching batman yeah. base it's such a memorable moment it's not anything super grand it's not i mean it's it's up and now at this point that moment is up there with major there's like major continuity lore things for Batman for me. And, you know, you've got, and I'm not even trying to be hyperbolic here, but you have the Waynes getting murdered. You have, it's, you have Barbara Gordon getting shot in the chest. You have Jason Todd, you know, dying with Batman holding his body. And like, this is there with that, like that Grayson punching Batman and tossing his Robin costume. I'm done. Like, that is a that is a seismic moment in Batman continuity where Batman and Robin, that first Batman and Robin, that pairing shatters. And so that from then on kind of alters everything. It alters Dick Grayson as a person. It alters Batman how Batman approaches um future proteges or yeah. ensures that he will continue to have many many proteges i don't know you know but it's it's a very all the proteges yeah (laughs) it's well one thing i always stand on in none of these sidekicks would exist if batman didn't start it off so a bugaboo of mine definitely in stories is when a sidekick comes along uh in you know puts up a Stan Stars like, well, you can't make me stop this. You need to let me be a sidekick, or whatever, like that. And it's like that just kind of annoys me because like, well, he was here first, and he does it all first, and he could be all of you, uh, in you know a couple of seconds. But the history with the Grayson character, because he's despite any comic you read, he is only a year. Robin himself is only a year younger than batman (laughs) (laughs) technically um there's i don't know and then the relationship formed here in this show with the two is and then you you've gotten moments you know the hush moment that jeff Loeb even wrote of like dick has earned basically he's earned his stripes he's earned his right to talk to me like however he wants to all that stuff i i do take that with this uh version as well yeah um but that is like a you have two two allies breaking up, crossing a line of like a moment yeah. that you'll never, you can never go back from. Because right. after he put like fully decks him, um, yeah. so much he knocks Batman on, it, on his ass. Yeah, uh, it's not just like a slap. 
Yeah, like a, which I don't it's know. Like a, it's like a punch. <laughs> I think maybe they're like they did a bitch slap first. And like you know what? I just don't think that this carries the weight that it needs to. So let's go yeah. full on punch. It's not. A, uh, it's not like a shove. Like get it back off, yeah. man. It's just get like off it's me, you punch. big meanie. No, it's, a, it's a full deck him in the face, and then takes off the the cape and the <laughs> when he removes the eyepiece. It's like what? That's the Grayson. Yeah, <laughs> I never saw that coming. And he you know, throws that, and then he's and then he takes off, and he's done. Yeah. And I mean, following up in the back cave where he's throwing the suit on the floor. Um, pretty good moment. Well, <laughs> very nice of him. Uh, throws the suit on the floor, but then he does pick it up and he folds it nicely. So good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe his part-time job is like folding at the gap or something. But yeah. as he's up the steps and, <laughs> and Batman comes in and, you know, and sees it and he's like, I wish you luck. And then he corrects himself instead of saying Robin, he says, Dick. I know that was a good moment. That was yeah. the show. Yeah. And I mean, the story then jumps to basically, uh, you know, uh, almost Nightwing, Nightwing year one. Yeah. <laughs> Night- yeah. There you go. Nightwing begins where he's traveling to Brazil. Uh, and he's doing like theater gymnastics with guys. And then just kind of taking a page from the Bruce Wayne playbook of like, well, let me travel the world and let me see if I can figure anything it, else out about myself. Figure yeah. Out what I want to be. And for the sake of like origin stuff and everything, like I'm glad they didn't spend too much time off doing this. It's like one issue, which of course yeah. has to run into a, a rogue, a Batman rogue. So he runs it at two face, right. you right. know, and, and stops a drug, uh, drug right. operation, but he does learn some valuable I don't know who's it. Uh, I don't think it hit my head. The Invisible, like the Invisible, okay. the Invisible Tribesman. Yeah, and the, you know he learns something from them. So there's benefits in the story, not just oh he just goes to another country and oh look at that two faces. Yeah, there. I'll stop them. It yeah. is building and he goes on through this what he's going to be. Builds in some skills and, and and the Nightwing imagery, you know. Yeah. So, and so he, I mean, build. he does that in two different spots. So in here and then up in the Himalayas, which, you know, continues to evolve yeah. toward that ultimate story of Nightwing. But I, I do appreciate how in between those two issues is the Tim Drake story, right. this Tim Drake story. And it wouldn't surprise me if there's maybe the generation or maybe generation or two below you and I uh, where this animated series that is their defining tim drake origin story that's their version right. where for us we instantly could can pick up like oh there's some tim drake and jason toddness here right blended in both right and i i, I do wonder if some generations are like no this is tim drake tim drake's, right. tim drake's dad uh if, what's his name i forget whatever his dad's name like he, he works drake. for two-face yeah. yeah he works for two-face and tim's just stuck at home by himself he's like actually right that's not how the real uh, excuse me, that's not how the real comic book the real comics the yeah. story of Tim Drake. Yeah. Um, so I guess I don't know. Let, let's do let's take a time out from Dick and let's go to, to Tim then. <clears throat> we already got so this is actually you know told in the Sins of the Father episode in the new right. Batman Adventures slash Batman the Animated Series. But right. you are a massive Tim Drake fan. So right. in reading this issue, how do you, how do you, like I said, they do a pretty good job adapting this, but I guess what's right. your take on this version, this origin of Tim Drake? Well, what's cool about what they do here that they don't do in the, in this show is that 
they they kind of uh, go back and evoke something that they did in the comics. So in the comics, they had when they part of Tim Drake's major origin is that he's a good detective. He he figures out the identities of Batman and Robin and um and then he also ends up oh he was also at the circus you know the night that that uh the Graysons were murdered you know so he got to see so that's how he was able to put together that you know who 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 Robin was and then by extension who Batman was so they go and kind of do something similar here where they are like oh yeah guess what Tim Drake was there during this other Batman incident. So he got, you know, was able to kind of see Batman do his thing. Great nod see... to the comics of you, yeah. your first quote unquote tease of Tim Drake. Exactly. In the actual comics where somebody's watching Dick Grayson. Right. And that was in a, that was in year three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like four, year Batman 436. Three. 437 that's where you find out that's where you see you know yeah dick grayson and tim drake meet each other it's that's what i thought of right yeah. away was like oh that's a cool yep. nod of the tim yep. drakeness of comic book lore so yep. carry on sorry yeah no so that's what was a cool adv- ad- advantage of this book is that they were able to put in some more comic book inspired mm-hmm. lore tim drake lore specifically back into this story so it gives it some some extra context, especially once they um, kind of show how Batman affects the larger world. And that's and that's really kind of what Tim Drake has always kind of represented, too. It's just mm-hmm. interesting to see the twist on it. They enhance the twist on it that you see yeah. in in this book um, here. And it just, it's, I mean, Tim Drake's a Batman fan, even though his dad's like a crook, like he's a Batman fan. He's got a Batman posters on his walls. He's got Batman coffee mugs, like, you know, a battering. Like you do. He's got a, and now he's got a for real battering. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, what we all wanted. Right. <laughs> and now we all have, thanks to NECA. <laughs> yeah. But, and I think there's, there is something relatable for, you know, a kid his age, even younger, is the, there's there's always like a comfort item for a kid. I mean, you yeah. know how you have a child. Teddy bear. Um, yeah, there's some kind of comfort thing there. And I, I do like the the battering as like his comfort. Yeah. They emphasize, I think that's a great uh what do you want to say? A a great point. It's a good to hit symbol at the very of end. like Yeah, it's a good symbol of like, well, this is what Batman represents to to the good guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is to, I mean, and that's fully like 90s Tim Drake, that's what he was. Like fully yeah. wholesome, good. I don't know. This is just someone easy to root for. Yeah. Batman means a lot to him. Batman needs a Robin. It doesn't need to be me. I'm just saying Batman needs you. Batman yeah. needs a Robin. <laughs> um the the natural abilities of this Tim Drake. I mean, you've got one issue to tell this stuff. So this Tim Drake, right. he's got to be pretty much loaded. He just comes from a, he's a like... crap house. Well, he's like, he's like, he's like the Aladdin of Gotham city where he's like, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's for real. Wow. He's like, he's, he's, he's got this athletic prowess, you know, uh, built out of the life that has been handed to him. He's like, well, his dad's kind of a crook and his mom's not around and he's got to kind of survive as he sees fit in this, in this crazy town, you know, with criminals all around him. So of course he's got to stay out of trouble and, but He's a good kid at heart, but he's got to 
do some shady things just to kind of get by. But if he would only get it, but instead of a genie with the magic bottle or a magic lamp, you get like Batman with like a magic Robin costume. So, I mean, I'm I am totally blanking on, I mean, Aladdin going down the street singing. Yeah, I mean, like. I Tim Drake, I like Batman. My dad <laughs> works for Two Face. <laughs> yeah, like I'm reading this page, like here, and like that song, and like in my head, I'm like that. You know, he's like a little Aladdin. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Where's the boo? Where's <laughs> he way in the back? Oh, wow. uh, kind of. I mean, fun story here too. Of like, also kind of living that kid's fantasy of like, I get right. to save Batman. Bat. This is like, we need to correct the wrongs of Batman in my basement. So let's have oh Tim Drake gosh. save Batman back to the Batcave, which I don't hate Batman in my base. I don't. Uh, I always liked it as a kid too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it just, I don't know, sequence of events. He saves Batman, ends up in the Batcave, explores. Oh, it's Bruce Wayne. And then takes the Robin suit, which is really funny because Tim Drake is definitely smaller than Dick Grayson. But grabs Grayson's right. Robin suit and it fits perfect. <laughs> right, comics. Right. Who cares? It's right. comics. Whatever. Exactly. Um, We've already changed art styles. It's fine. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, to your credit, like you said, I think you really see where we. Well, I think actually the so this is book four as they label them. Mm-hmm. You see in book three because they don't have to do Gotham city because they're in Brazil. It's a totally new setting. I think that's where you definitely, in this version of Dick and stuff, you start to see that transition to Batman adventures. Right. Right. And then yeah. definitely in you're this... out of Gotham. And then by the time you come back and time passes too. So you've mm-hmm. got, when you are with, with Dick Grayson uh, out of the country, you get like journal entries. And so you kind of follow the time where it's like, you know, day 47, day. Yeah. 100 yeah, 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 exactly. And then, I mean, at the end of it, at the end of it, Alfred reminds Bruce as like the capper of like, it's been a year today. Exactly. And Bruce hasn't thought about it. It's like, oh, Bruce has. I, I know Bruce. Will. Always. He's, he's always he's thinking, thinking about, about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we have basically Tim Drake's origin. So we've got our new Robin. And then it's back to uh, Dick to kind of like, this is the, I think in reading this too, to me was like, oh yeah, I guess like, where does the Nightwing symbol come into play? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mullet's already there, so I mean it's in full effect. <laughs> right. But this does get us the last piece, basically, of that Nightwing puzzle. I guess I was just surprised of like, oh look, it, we're bringing in the demon's head. <laughs> we're bringing in Ra's al Ghul. I didn't. Okay, cool. Um, because this, like, this was at least this was omitted from old boons, right? Correct. Okay. Because it definitely, yeah, definitely just seemed totally fresh goal. to me of like, wait. The only thing in Old Woods is you had Joker and it made a disruptor. That's, <laughs> that's like... Look at that. Special guest, Mark Hamill, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the Batman Book Club. To me, the Joker. Like, I just love hearing Pete. <laughs> Pete was so excited about <laughs> Afterward, he was probably, he probably just puts that on loop just so he can hear your Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, makes sense. There's a... I mean, it's it's called the Spirit of the Eternal Soul statue, which is basically the Nightwing symbol. The Ra's al Ghul right. needs it. He gets some people to go and try and get it. And uh, Dick hears about this as he moves on to his journey, goes to stop these fools. 
gets thrown off a cliff as one does. And then uh, an avalanche falls on him. And this, this part made me think of in uh, begins after Bruce falls into the lake fighting or, you know, training with Descartes right. and he comes up and Descartes says, uh, rub your chest, your arms will take care of themselves. And yeah. Christopher Nolan is said of like, we just thought it sounded good. I really hope that nobody took that as like, that's life advice. Right. Same thing here. So he's underneath an avalanche. Breathe, Grayson. Breathe and think. There's got to be a, whatever you do. Don't fall asleep. Oh, okay. That's how you survive an avalanche. Just don't fall asleep. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> and then somebody punches through and then pulls him out. And that's where you do see the the stature of this person, the coloring. And it is like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here's, Here we here's go. N- Nightwing's coming. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is it. So yeah. how is he going to get this suit off this guy? Is he just going to strip this dude, take his clothes, leave him naked in, <laughs> in the in the mountains? I don't know. Yeah, he just got an extra suit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> of course. In the bag. Um, I mean, tell the, the inclusion of this. How does how does this work for you? Because I don't have this to compare. Like I said at the beginning of our talk of with comic version of getting all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, now the comic version is, is also gets also strange because there's like the Kryptonian Nightwing, and oh, there's okay. like what the, I'm going to get that wrong. But there's like Nightwing and flame bird or something and then there's all and then there's i think that there's a connection there between the kryptonian one and uh dick grayson's nightwing so i mean that's where a lot of the comic continuity gets strange they they brought mm-hmm. them back years later the kryptonian stuff in in the action in action comics but but uh <laughs> but yeah like yeah we don't need all that no so, but it but this is a this is a fine way to do it here you know um because even they even tried to do some of this in Titans, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't particularly love how Nightwing decide become comes up with the mantle in that show. It was he went to messy. prison and kind of like looped yeah. out a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I remember and from I that too. Like, and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> exactly. So like this is a little bit easier to digest for me. And of course it's like a, sure. It's 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 meant for a younger audience, but still, I'm just like you don't need to go that far that hard on stuff. Sometimes it's like, it's, oh, he's it's got an a- animated show, a comic based on a you know an animated right. show, and yet they still took like a semi grounded approach. And I'm like, this is right. how you can keep it grounded and go a, stretch it a little bit. You've got the 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 invisible shield, bada bing, bada boom. You've got a not wing costume, like that's yeah. that's good, good for me. Yeah, um, he's already got the hair. It's fine. It looks great. Without the hair, it's not complete. And I do, I mean, and then you get that great payoff at the end of how he does, you know, Bruce and it is just Bruce that's uh, training Tim, but I mean, Alfred and Barbara's there. Barbara had some training because she's dressed up in the outfit too. And Dick just arrives. And I mean, it's pretty, I mean, I, I do like the, I do appreciate really quick. And uh, of Barbara, of when Dick arrives and he's like, and she says, you've changed. She said, so have you. You miss me? Don't even go there. Yeah. Because it is kind of like, you just up and left, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. She, she should, de- she should deck you in the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it well, does not wrap to mention up- they like this story also like has like even way early on in the story, like when Batgirl is in the Batmobile with Batman, she's already kind of like flirting with Batman. Like already. Yeah, hey, 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 like it was already there. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? Brian Azzarello for the Killing Joke movie. That's what he saw. He I read know. this and he was like, like, this must be canon. Let's people, take this people, further. Kids <laughs> love the, the anime series. Yeah. The kids have always wanted Batgirl and Batman to get together. Let's make it happen. I And then I'm, I'm not surprised by this. Um, but kind of like you said, the the cover of book five is or no, the cover of your trade is all four of yeah. them together. And, and yeah, five. like such a great point that I've never even thought about before. Like, how often have we seen all four of them together in the right. same scene? Bat family never. Right. And you don't even get it in this book. Right. Because the second to last <laughs> page and panel is Batman, oh, Robin and Batgirl. Ooh. So if you're exactly. not Robin anymore, what do we call you? Call me. You turn the page full page only dick as nightly and so you don't even get them all together no story's over like it's like (laughs) i have a new suit and i have a new name my name is nightwing here in gotham i don't know um so it does at like end i think as it should because as it promises of kind of like bridging the gap between the two worlds and it's like well you're not reading this because you're like I want nothing but Nightwing stories of this because you do end up getting those in uh you know Gotham Adventures, like you said, or something. So this is supposed to just be that story in between the two. So it does end, I think, as it should. Uh and I don't know, it ends on it's it's a good moment to end on. So I I feel complete when it ends of like perfect. Yeah, Yeah, that makes total sense, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Like they don't have. It's interesting because you don't necessarily ha- you don't have the framing device that you had in Old Wounds, where you had the two like like Batman hasn't kind of interacted with Nightwing yet, but Nightwing and Robin have talked or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here it kind of. That kind of doesn't happen. He just kind of shows up at the end. Which is fine. Uh, before moving on into some favorites, I mean, I've checked off all of the points I wanted to talk about. Is there anything we haven't mentioned yet that you wanted to? Oh. Uh, we'll get... Well, I mean, okay, you're asking. So, like, I, I think it's worth noting the least interesting part of this whole book is, okay. like, Batman himself. <laughs> because... I mean, he is just, he's, he's part of the instigator here, but all of the chess pieces of the Bat family is what changes the most. Um, it's not like Batman, cha- I mean, you know, Batman changes the least, really. Uh, and I don't know, some, and whenever Batman is there, sometimes he feels, I wouldn't say kind of off, not exactly like the animated series one would be like i can almost imagine some of these lines from like more of a swashbuckling denny o'neill batman like he's hmm. like he's a little too chatty like early on in the book where he where the uh when the when the criminals show up and batman looks at him and he's just like human vermin what's your rush as he's like oh. bantering as he i'm like uh i don't he wouldn't he didn't yeah it's a little out there for it's Batman. Robin. That's not, yeah, not like, he doesn't need to do that. But uh So but how yeah, did you phrase that? He's how did you phrase that though? He's did you say least likable? Uh no, not least likable. He's like the least interesting. Um 
he's like the least interesting part of, of I I do agree with that. Yeah, I think more he just kind of he does he changes seem the least one dimensional in that he's just kind of a dick. Yeah. It doesn't show other than he's just sitting in the recliner by himself looking at the fire at the end of book three when Alfred reminds yeah. it's been a year and he said that he hadn't thought of it or whatever. And then it's like, then when, I mean, I guess the most you get out of him is the Tim Drake issue. I think um, so. But yeah, but then even with Dick's return at the end, which, you know, I I understand too, if like the, the point is like this whole thing is about Dick Grayson and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, it's just really quick right. and just acceptance their little tennis playing in the in book one of Dick Barbara and Bruce is right. very like you leave the left side open, uh, you can you know and it's almost like like you said instigates because he does he puts down Dick in that too, right and yeah you compare with oh, Dick's journey in this and then Tim's journey in this and then Barbara too who was like right. I mean her world is kind of like flipped. Yeah, with absolutely. with this story as well too, and she's left hanging by you know basically her boyfriend, and then yeah. basically finds out that like holy shit, I've been fighting crime with you all this time, and I didn't know it was you, and yeah. all that stuff too. And yeah, I, I do agree with you that, I mean, Batman's not the main character, but I think I think you could play a little bit more into not making Batman as stubborn. Mm-hmm. Or like a little bit of growth there on the stubbornness, it rather than mm-hmm. just fully accepting of just like, no, drop your date. You need to come fight crime now. And then I mean, it makes I hope sense you find your a, way, Dick, or something I mean, like it, I don't know. Something. Yeah, I don't know. It makes sense in a way because he, I mean, one, he is Batman. Two, he he's farther along in his journey than the other ones, and we sure. are, and we kind of already know where things end up so there's not a ton of wiggle room for yeah batman to batman doesn't do wiggle either doing and batman does not wiggle or frolic you know he doesn't so. frolic or wiggle. yeah um no i'm glad you brought that up because that is a good point too since this she's a batman book club it's right. not the nightwing book club this is a batman book club uh so let's hop into some favorites uh what was your favorite part of the lost years favorite part of the lost years i want to say when i was reading it and then i want to say it's probably like like the entirety maybe of book three because that represents it's, it's kind of a strange pick maybe but that kind of gets to the to the heart of of why this story stands out the most where it's like oh i wasn't expecting to see that because that's when you get to when you hit book three you truly feel like oh this is i'm reading something that has never been revealed before up until then you're like okay i've kind of seen this in the animated series and this is like a different version of events and you get to book three you're like whoa that's i've never seen that in animation or other Batman comics, this this is truly an untold story. So as soon as you get to that, you kind of it's it starts to pay for the price of its admission, like once you get to that point. Nice. Uh yeah. my favorite part, and it's weird because this almost says this almost answers like or is the explanation like when I take a favorite panel, but it's not, but it is the last page of book two. Um 
of Dick folding up the Robin suit and leaving it yeah. on the computer and Batman finding it. Because I know what I've said about him and how he is just Batman is almost like, I hope you find your right, blah, blah, blah. But it's like looking at those, you almost don't even need dialogue either. And I think it still hits. Yeah. Um, And I know everything I just said, but also the character of Batman, too, is like, you do think that's genuine as he's talking out loud. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, And and I don't know, like this is a complete changing of. It's it's a definitive moment in Batman lore when Dick removes the suit and he's like, I'm done. Yeah. Whether it is the comics or. um, The the animated series, even in Titans, the live action series, if we ever get to that point in live action movies, like that's a definitive moment is when that Robin is like, I'm done. So I'm Robin. No more. Uh, How about a favorite panel? Uh, you know, I maybe would pick the towards the end of book. It's book three where Dick is burning the costume and kind of looking at it. Maybe not my favorite panel, like art wise in the book, but it's probably my favorite for just for what the story represents. Like yeah. at the heart of it, this book <laughs> focuses on Nightwing more than anybody or Dick Grayson more than anybody going from Robin to Nightwing and it's just like a really like there's a lot of these really pivotal moments for that character in this that that you don't get to experience in any other format and so just it's like yet another is in that book in that panel is like right after that um fire ends is like where the animation style changes <laughs> it's like you know which i guess it kind of changes earlier in the issue really when you see the new batman Adventures two face but you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's yeah. like it's like a continual passage of time passing passing a torch from from personas for him and then it leaves the door open for other people to, to take up you know the robin mantle too yeah. Uh for me, uh it precedes a moment that hurts, but I do like I don't know. Um it tells a lot, even if there wasn't any dialogue. It's the top panel of page fifty on digitally, it's uh book two, where it is Batman and Robin face to face with Batgirl in the back. And I mean things <laughs> things change <laughs> i don't think of robin saying that when i hear those words i definitely hear a little bit of keaton oh yeah things that's change. a great panel that's a great and he panel. says the game's over batman i quit like that encapsulates this story like this yeah. is the moment that does change it all you know and yeah. i know i just said about batman folding it up those images and stuff but like this scene is where he's like he's done yeah it's yeah. right i would have picked the punch, the punch but... but that felt like you know I've that one hurts about I've talked to it hurts, hurts. and I've talked about that in that exactly. Um, and then I mean this we've been talking the whole time about this story adapted in animation. Like I said, yeah. um I mean two different episodes. Uh volume four of the DVD set, uh Sins right. of the Father and then Old Wounds, in which right. Old Wounds, like I said, Batman animation, uh you and Pete talked about, which would have been I think episode 17. 
feel like it was maybe episode 17. I'll pretty, I'll put it in the pretty, thread of this post on Twitter. Yeah, sure. it's pretty late. Um, in yeah, it's episode 17. It's pretty okay. late in the run. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then also sins of the father is the the Tim Drake portion. But I mean, from sins of the father, let's see, old wounds. I did watch semi recently, and uh, I think I started to watch sins of the father. Wait, hold on. What did I just say? Old Wounds I have watched recently. Yes. Yeah. Since the father. There we go. I started and haven't finished. But I do think this they do a good job of adapting this material. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Listen to all of his thoughts on that Batman animation episode. I'm just plugging that. Batman animation. Batman animation. Yeah. Um, you have any final thoughts? But, uh, you know, I think there's still room here. Uh, it is so awful and sad that we don't have Kevin Conroy around with us anymore um because he's such a great guy and obviously an amazing Batman Mm -hmm. but I think there's so it would be obviously just kind of not it wouldn't be great to like try to revive the animated series without bat without him as Batman I agree but I feel like there's a just even to a larger degree of like bringing back the uh the Batman 60s uh animated stuff without Adam West but you know like Kyle Conroy is this Batman you, you just can't you can't do it without him mm-hmm. but there's uh, this story showing something like all this backstory with Nightwing I think there's so much uncharted territory with that with Robin and Nightwing between this story you know seeing that transition and then Batman Beyond, oh, Nightwing has he got stories. They could do a, a couple of really cool animated things with with that concept, I think. Maybe even in the same movie, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. So I think there's there's some room for more uh, adaptation of some of this material into animation if if they were clever about it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think animation in this world is should be done because of the past yeah. Conroy. like with without him like you just said too those uh batman 66 animated movies i mean when adam west passed they he, he'd been done voicing for the that second one so the work yeah. was already done there but yeah i think that stops with him you lose your batman i think you're you're kind of done but um yeah, what are your, what are your final thoughts on the Lost Years then, as a whole? Um, I thought it was a really enjoyable read. There's it does a lot of things really well. It does a kind of masterful job of taking all the chess pieces of the Bat Family and rearranging them to the where mm-hmm. they need to be by the end of the story, and kind of gives everybody little, you know, Nightwing. Dick Grayson has the the major arc but all the other characters have a lot to do and a lot to kind of go through in it um so i was really i was really happy and pleased with how well the the old wounds and the sins of the father episodes kind of were able to kind of book in the story and how vader was able to take those and add new stuff in and it it, it really works really well um I feel like there's, I mean, the the parts 
with Nightwing. I don't know. It 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 could be maybe a little bit. Some of it felt like a little maybe a little tonally off from maybe an animated series episode. Well, I'm like, oh, if I took ish, you know, the book three and parts of book five, and they were reinterpreted into an animated series episode, maybe there would be some some changes there. Maybe it would feel a little bit more um, mm-hmm. in that world. Uh, but maybe that's just me because once you do, like I was saying, once you do get to this, this part of the story, you're like in such uncharted territory. It's hard to like reconcile that. Um, Mm -hmm. but reading through the story, I think it's a really cool missing link, uh, in the Batman adventures and, and, uh, and it, and it keeps, because it hasn't been fully interpreted into another format. Um, it makes this book a really unique experience and a unique pick for for fans of um the series or you know specifically the the bat family so obviously right up my out yeah i think even though yeah because the bat new batman adventures volume four of the dvds uh they're the ones that i do revisit the least of the four volumes um, and I watched them like a ton in my time too, but the old wounds and sins of the father aren't, um, oh man, like what all do you want to say? The almost got him heart of ice, laughing fish Christmas with the ah, Joker. Um, like we're like, I know every, like I know. Oh yeah. I've watched them so many times. Yeah. But even in this didn't feel like. I know all this. It felt it still oh, yeah, felt yeah, yeah. fresh and new and in some angles and stuff like that. So it was really mm-hmm. like it was fun to dive into that reading this for the first time and not feel like, oh, okay, it's a, just a condensed version of the the episodes. That yeah, I oh yeah, it's more it, than just the con- yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's, it's cool. The story as a base and made it its own thing for sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm really glad that I know it is in that smaller version but so many people have dc universe infinite ultra um now that they can do the nightwing rising collection right. and read that that they have a new way for you to track it down and read it rather than Absolutely. like hey good luck trying to hit up ebay, eBay. <laughs> and spend 35 dollars on a on a physical trade which i'm not saying don't do that it's just it's yeah. more accessible now at least which is the whole point so uh glad you chose this one glad we picked this yeah talked about it um yeah good stuff so uh brian haas yes thanks for coming back on the batman book club absolutely you want i think i think you're going to come back on the show i probably will i might have told you dibs on something else <laughs> if i can yeah, you definitely did okay <laughs> you're like, dibs i ha- and guess but... what you want to guess what it's i have it and it's sealed so i, have it I was gonna say this. <laughs> <laughs> i was really gonna make i know there's one thing that you and i are in the that we already talked about like we want to do later this year and i'm like oh my god that might be the first time that you ever read it even though you've had it for no years. no 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 no. Then... i've read it i've read it i've okay. read it as, i read those as they came out and the, the thing for july yes oh you have read them okay cool not like recently but i've sure. read it as but a, you've read I, it i've read it before i own it and i've read i've read them Hoss, you're evolving yeah. i know <laughs> the uh and also I might have purchased something, another wild pick for the Batman Book Club. Uh, Ooh, I like wild picks. It's a wild pick, and 
I don't know if you, you're going to, it, it might be a little pricey to track down unless you can find a digitized copy somewhere, but it'll, a two year heads up. I can start saving money now. It'll be a very interesting pick. I okay. think it would, might be worth doing. All right. Well, you, you heard it here. He'll be back and breaking the seal on some things. <laughs> With no less so. than three, three goofy picks. So <laughs> it's the Haas guarantee. Uh, why don't you go ahead yeah. and plug away? Plug away. Uh, follow me on Twitter at smb underscore Brian and my Super Mario Brothers the movie archive website at smb movie and just also follow the uh, you know the, the the Batman podcast network on Twitter at Batpod Network and if you're following the Batman on film podcast feed you're you're just getting pretty much everything except for this and straight out of Gotham <laughs> and um. You'll just get to listen to me on the, the BOF podcast and uh, Batman animation and whatever I frolic over to. <laughs> That's right. As I go. You frolic too. Pete's That's the only right. one who doesn't frolic. He does. I, he just... I don't frolic. Nobody frolics. You're so stupid. <laughs> Nobody frolics. Google and see what happens to you. Nah, nobody frolics. Uh, <laughs> as for the Batman Book Club, follow on Twitter and Instagram at the batman bc for latest episode drops upcoming episodes sometimes some giveaways hey the next uh bracket challenge is coming up soon i keep talking oh about i'm sweating gosh. over compiling what's have uh, you ta- we you, you haven't revealed the uh you the... know you know but they don't yeah and oh, uh oh. it's stressful <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i am but i'm also not excited about it uh yeah. because last year i got i got comments on uh just wait about it and not positive and I'm like, well, this, I this know. one's going to be worse. People are going to crap all over. It's going <laughs> to be like this. How so could it. you forget that yeah. one? Yeah. Can't wait. You call uh, yourself a book club. Yeah. Um, you know what? That's okay. It's fun, right? Nerd Dub's fun. This is all it good is. stuff. It is. Uh, follow the Batman Book Club YouTube channel where me and the Frolicker, Pete, uh, are going through the road to No Man's Land. Um, check that out as we're ending that and getting ready to start the no man's land omnibus um if you want to support the show there's a variety of ways you can do it patreon.com slash the batman bc tpublic.com type tbbc for the batman book club where you can see um different things you can get with the fancy logo created by justin kowalski uh slapped on some things but if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all it's 100 a-okay the quickest most impactful and easiest thing that you can do is rate and review the show so wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google Play, wherever, just go to the rate and review section, rate and review the show. Because the more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. Panic. So for Ryan Haas, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my panic guys. Panic, guys. <laughs>